Hey, it's uh, great news with Kevin and Mike. Yeah, I am news. Kevin Ryder. This is Mike Catherwood. Pow. Who, who's uh, since the last time we did this moved to Austin, Texas. Yeah. He can't That's get far true. enough away from me. That's and then 100% we had to true. A lot of people were curious why it was taking so long to get great news back on the air. And it's because Mike moved to Austin and we had to wait for them to install the Internet. That's true. All of everything you're saying is completely true. And I know mm-hmm. it sounds nuts, but I live, I don't technically live in Austin. I live in a, a suburb of it, you know, a, a very rural kind of farmland. No one cares. Suburb. Well, no, this is the point of the matter is, is that I live in such a remote area that like getting internet was a, like an, or, it was a real ordeal. Like you couldn't, couldn't just call up Spectrum and be like, hey, plug it in, buddy. Uh, they had to dig stuff and make stuff, but now we're here. <laughs> now we're here, and this podcast is all about great news, which means it's all positive stories to get your day started right or to get your day ended right whenever you have time to watch it. Uh, Here's the deal, too, by about, the way. Let me what? remind you. This is most of the stories of humanity, okay? Agreed. This is 95% of how people interact on a day-to-day basis, but – this doesn't drive ratings. Doesn't say much about our ability to make a dollar with this show, Kevin. But I will say it, it's important to highlight that most mainstream media, they filter through all this stuff so they can get a little teeny sliver of what goes on with people because right. that's so what they, drives us because we're all sick. So they get a video of a Karen and they play it 24-7. And meanwhile, during that 24-7, all kinds of people have done all kinds of amazing things that don't get any coverage. That's during that time of the Karen clip on CNN or, or, or Fox, whatever you see, during that time, five million people have opened doors for an old lady and and and, and saved up their own special money in secrecy to buy their husband or wife a, a gift they always dreamed of. Who knows? There's amazing, beautiful, tear-jerking, heartwarming stories going on every second of every day. And you need to know about that. And that is why we are here, Kevin. Now, are, do you remember the – do you have a theme song ready or do you remember it? <clears throat> Glad you asked that. I don't know if you could recognize this, but I have a guitar handy. Oh, what? <clears throat> Intro. The show's about to begin, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues, cause Kevin and Mike here to give you great news. You remembered it. Nice done, nicely done. Thanks. Are you done? Okay. <laughs> My first story is about a uh, couple after 77 years of being married finally getting wedding pictures. The guy At was what age the did they get married? Um, it doesn't. Like, were they fetuses? How do you get married? How are you married for 77 years? I think they were high school sweethearts. And they got married September 16th, 1944, which is when World War II was still going on. And the guy had to ship off two days later. So they threw together a wedding. And in 1944, they didn't have photographers. Somebody had to sketch them. So they couldn't afford that. So now they're being taken care of by a hospice home called St. Croix Hospice. And these guys realized that this couple, look at them, wow, didn't have any pictures of their wedding. So they decided, hey, we take care of those people. We should 
figure out how to get them wedding photos. And they threw, <laughs> the hospice threw another wedding for them. I believe he was 98 and she was 97. Wow. And they, they decided to have a wedding so that they could get actual photos. So this is the bride walking out of the St. Croix house. Look at her. Very excited. And nine, I want to remind you, 97. And they had a ceremony. And look at her. And they took pictures of this couple so that they would have wedding pictures. Oh, my God. How crazy is that? Like, that's God the level damn of damn you, Kevin. That, what? I said, God damn you. <laughs> you got me on the first story. I was like, oh, it'll, it'll take us a couple episodes for me to get going. That's so beautiful, man. And I cry a lot as well. Look at them. Ugh. How sweet is that? It's breathtaking. And I listen, I know it sounds corny because only pandering shitbag wannabe feminist assholes who are guys and 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 just dipshit girls who post a lot of like inspirational quotes on their Instagram are the type of people who say this shit. But I've gotten to at least a point in my life. I don't know what it maybe it's having a kid of your own. Maybe it's getting a little older, but I've gotten to the point where like I was looking at her in her wedding dress. This is a 97 year old woman. Uh, right. And I genuinely I was like, she looks beautiful. Yeah, because you know? because when you have a kid and when you you can recognize joy when you see it. Yeah. And it's it's all about joy. This couple is joyful and they ended up being able to take pictures of their wedding and they're probably going to put them up around their house unless they live. 10, 20 more years, they're not going to get people going, oh, look, you were so young then. But they at least have wedding pictures, which I think is Yeah, they kind of did a little bypass and loophole to your amazing technique. Kevin sat me down a long time ago, and before my first marriage, and he said, you're doing it all wrong. And I was like, what do you – because I was training like it was a bodybuilding show so that I could be ready for the big day. You know, I'd be lean and mean. Kevin goes, no, no, no. You go in <laughs> – you go into your wedding a fat slob so that in 20 years when people look at your wedding pictures, they go, oh, my God, you look amazing now. You're, you're, right. you're like, a, like, a, like a prize fighter now because look at how far you've come. And that's been, my, that's been my theory for a long time, but no one listens because no. what you do is you get in the best shape of your life and then you don't compare well, of course, you know, 20 years later. So instead, bulk up. Take your wedding photos, and then from the day after your wedding until the day you die, you will get constant compliments about how great you look. They'll look at the picture and they'll go, "You look really good." Great advice. Now that makes great. it makes sense to me, but no one does it. So, so it's great advice for most people. Thank you. Unless you're this, <laughs> you understand? But who is? Yeah, I have a gift from God. <laughs> That is my great news. Awesome, dude. Um, I like to uh, hit up. There's there's like, okay, Kevin, we realized from doing this show for, for a couple months, you know, in the past, there's like some foundational icons of great news. Dogs, yes. but animals yes. in general, like cute animals. All elderly, animals are great news. Yeah. The elderly. Yes. And little kids. Yes. Okay, those, those oftentimes will make consistent kind of uh, appearances here on great news because they they're they're heartwarming and this uh for and i repeat 
four-year-old girl, Kevin. Four. Likes to go on Instagram, her Instagram account, and give little pep talks, life-affirming little sayings. And there's something about the authenticity, and I'm not sure she knows what she's saying all the time, but you could look in her eyes that she believes it and she means it. She wants us to be happier and live a better life. Take a, take a look at this little sample. Hi. Might I just say, incredible and great parenting. Yes. Well, because you know that girl is raised with all of those thoughts in her head because the parents were teaching her that. It's it's a coin flip, either in, insanely good parenting or horrible narcissistic stage mom who didn't never amounted to anything in like the acting modeling industry. And she's like, how do you, this ruin, is my how shot. Can you ruin everything? Sorry to be so cynical. No, Beautiful. You're not. Beautiful. <laughs> and for those of you who are listening on audio only, um, she was speaking English. Uh, yeah. I will recap. There were think subtitles big. though. <laughs> there were subtitles, but the, for those of you who are listening in audio only, I have to think big, think success, positive energy only. Every day is day number one for the rest of your life. Think success, think positive, think big. And that is what she, as a four-year-old, has to say to you. And it's funny because if you said those things, Mike, I would make fun of you. Although all of them are true. But you're right. You, she's so genuine. Yeah. It, not, only, not only would you make fun of me, you would be less positive and think less success. Because you'd be angry. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know, like be, if it did. <laughs> I would be mad at you for being being an a hole. Yeah, yeah. There's something about like the the pure the motive. You know, when it's so pure like that, it it it, it just kind of resonates a little more. Can we show her again? Is that possible? Back it up, or Courtney. Can, can we show her again? Hi. Oh, look at her. I'm a single guy. Single guy. Big. 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 Who think thinks success? Peace. Think happiness. Always start the day with positive One day or day one. You decide. One day or day one, you decide. I'm not sure I get that one. <laughs> I, I think a- she's smarter than both of us already. Seriously. And that's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, you get used that's- to it. That is, <laughs> you don't have to tell me. That is a sweet little girl. Um, my next story goes from uh, Arlington, Virginia. Susan Thompson Gaines is her name. And what she does is she walks around. You know how stuff accumulates and you get tired of it and you gather it all and you have a yard sale. Okay. Just, I want to get rid of it. You sell a jacket that costs $249 for 50 cents because the guy talked you down from a dollar, that kind of thing. <laughs> This woman, Susan Thompson Gaines, goes around to all of the neighbors in her neighborhood and collects all of the stuff that they might want to get rid of 
and sell at a yard sale. Then she has a massive yard sale and she uses that money to provide kindnesses to the neighborhood. So for example, in this story, there is a, a girl named Marjorie Gonzalez and she's getting married, but she doesn't have a dress. And so Susan Thompson Gaines, who has this fund that the neighbors have all given to, buys her a wedding dress. Oh my God. And the whole neighborhood, once that starts, the neighbors start looking for things that they can sell because they want to support the cause. They're yeah, not just throwing away their garbage. They actually try to support, which is an amazing thing. And they all trust her with the money and she uses it. She says, you, if you look for needs every day, you will find them. And that's true. And she does that and she supports it by getting other people's stuff and, and having a garage sale. Dude, I'm really impressed. That's beautiful. That's crazy. Oh, we have video. <laughs> CBS's Steve Hartman offers us a lesson on investing in kindness. It's guaranteed right, to pay on. dividends. Hey, Here's pause. tonight's. Um we got to get a recap on Hartman. All right, listen, Steve Hartman. And by the way, Mike, about uh, two thirds of my stories today are about Steve by Steve Hartman. That's He's a guy who does human interest stories. And it seems like he's on the road all the time. And I don't know that he realizes he's on TV because his hair is a mess. And you can tell you can tell the difference between somebody whose hair is a mess, but they do their best. Right. And somebody whose hair is a mess and they're not trying because no, I don't you know he what? Here's, he's here's the problem. Anymore. He's a dude. He's a dude yeah. in broadcasting. And so you and I, Kevin, can relate. There has to be some gay guy. Or, or cabal of chicks. He works for CBS News. There has to be the yes. best of the best in makeup and hair. How has no one been like? So my my feeling is, someone's screwing with him. Because oh oh, I don't. My feeling was, they're telling him that they need to change it, and he's like, no. Oh, he's digging his feet in. What I like. All right. He overrules them. That's my theory. Although you could be right. If they're screwing with them, they're doing a good job. Let's get on the phone with Hartman. All right, let's watch this uh, report. 14-year-old Marjorie Gonzalez is about to go shopping for a homecoming dress. Let's shop. But that isn't her mother. Susan Thompson Gaines is more like a godmother, a fairy godmother, who just magically appeared in Marjorie's life moments ago. Just came out of nowhere. <laughs> Out of nowhere to conjure up a dress for the ball. All right. Like all fairy godmothers, Susan's wish-granting process begins with rags. This ugly Christmas sweater. Old clothes, racks of them, mixed with a dash of footwear, a pinch of gold, and a dollop of just about everything else. Each part of the potion donated by Susan's neighbors here in Arlington, Virginia. So many people helped. It's everyone in the community now. Like every inch of our space was covered in treasures. And then all of it sold in a giant yard sale. This was her third annual. And here's where the story gets good. In the coming months, Susan will use every penny of the profits. More than 12,000. Hold on. Like that's, that, that's his choice. That's him saying yes. This, my hair, 
exactly like I want it. Oh, I, I know no way. Telling me I otherwise. don't agree. I, I'm telling you, he's just a he's a guy who invested all his time and effort into journalism, and he he probably went to you know Columbia and started out as a beat writer, and now he's but doing. But people at Columbia can't do their hair. I'm saying he doesn't even have a clue that it looks bad and that it's really this impossibly hot chick or stylish dude's responsibility who's probably getting a good paycheck to make sure that all the broadcasters look their best. It's their responsibility to pull him aside and be like, look, buddy, we got some work to do. You're going to be on TV. Let's at least comb it. He looks like a 14-year-old boy who rolled out of bed and his and mom's like, his mom's like, you're going to be late. And he's like, mom, I was good. And he's threw on his cargo shorts and went right to school. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the male Ellen. dollars <laughs> this year to fund random acts of kindness throughout her community. In the past, she has bought donuts for nurses and left flowers at veterans' graves. She has delivered presents for Santa and thrown a beach party for dementia patients. Really, hardly a day goes by that Susan doesn't do something because she firmly believes that kindness begets kindness. This mission has taken over your life. It totally has. Once you start looking, there are opportunities everywhere. Like the high school girl who couldn't afford a homecoming dress. Susan let Marjorie pick out a favorite, along with shoes, jewelry, everything but the Prince Charming. It's made me overall a more happy person. So you picked up something from the yard sale, too. I did. I picked up a lot of things, but that probably is the most important. Yes. A brand new box of purpose. Best yard sale find ever. Steve Hartman on the road in Arlington, Virginia. I'm sorry to laugh, but Steve Hartman is really something. I love She's him. really That's something. my great news. Marjorie. Yes, Marjorie is really something as well. Yes, agreed. Oh. All right, dude, we're going to go down to the bayou, Louisiana. There's this neighborhood Mm -hmm. that's so rough that the high school was literally like literally getting out of control. They couldn't educate kids because there were so many fights and disruptions. So instead of just ratcheting down uh, security or getting the local police involved, they tried an alternative and it is both amazingly effective and really heartwarming. Check it out. Not many good news stories begin in such a bad news way. It happened last month here at Southwood High School in Shreveport, Louisiana. Plagued with violence. Over the course of three days, another fight. 23 students arrested for fighting. Massive police response. But strangely, there hasn't been another incident since. Perhaps in part because of this most unusual crisis intervention team. Nobody here has a degree in school counseling. No. no majors in criminal justice. No, no. Your qualifications are? Pause, pause, pause. Dude, it's Hartman. I didn't even know it was Hartman. It is Hartman. It is Steve Hartman, yeah. I don't know that they show him in this report, but it is Steve Hartman, yeah, our favorite. All right, go ahead, Steve. 
We decided the best people who can take care of our kids are who? Or us. What we do. So Michael Lafitte started Dads on Duty. We're out doing what we do for our babies. A group of about 40 Southwood dads who now hang out at the school in shifts. Let's go. Today, any negative energy that enters the building has to run a gauntlet of good parenting. What's going on, buddy? You moving fast. I like that horse. I immediately felt a form of safety. We stopped fighting. People started going to class. How could that be? You ever heard of a look? A look? Dads it's have the power to do that? Yes. <laughs> not many people know it, but yes. <laughs> let's go, let's go. But it's not just the firm stares and stern warnings. Let's make it to class, my son. It's also the dad jokes. <laughs> they just make funny jokes like, oh, hey, your suit is untied, but it's really not untied. <laughs> they hate it. They're so embarrassed by it. <laughs> and it's that perfect mix of tough love and gentle ribbing that dads do so well that has helped transform this school. The school has really just been like happy and you can feel it. Which is why the dads plan to keep coming to Southwood indefinitely. Because not everybody has the father figure, the father figure at home. Or a male period in their life. So just to be here makes a big difference. Do you think you stumbled onto something here? Absolutely. I think absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. They'd like to start chapters of Dads on Duty throughout Louisiana. What's up, baby boy? And hope to eventually take on the country. All right. Without a fight. <laughs> Steve Hartman, on the road, in Shreveport, Louisiana. I got to say, if I could, that um, your shoes untied isn't even up to the level of a dad joke. She said, they just tell us these joke. funny jokes. They're so funny. Like... Your shoes untied, but they're really not. That's not even a dad joke. Dad jokes are bad. That's below. That's further down. They're lucky that in the high school where 23 kids get arrested for fighting in one week, that they don't tell that joke and get blasted in the face. <laughs> the whole school jumps them. Yeah. No, we got to beat his ass. <laughs> I'm also a little worried about dads getting together and the dads actually fighting. <laughs> and if they're going to have chapters all over the country, you know like, that's going to happen someplace. And I also, yeah, there needs to be some vetting. You can't just be a dad because, like, I was putting myself in that position. Like, you and me, Kevin, we'd be like, well, yeah, no. why are you fighting? He spit on me. Oh, you should totally kick his ass. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, we would. We should be rejected by that program 100%. What are you guys, what are you guys doing in the bathroom there? Oh, we're just smoking weed. All right, cool. No, no, no real drugs? No. no. All right, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> all right my next uh, great news story comes from san diego there's a school cafeteria worker we've all seen this type of person who is so full of joy that it just spills out of them and everyone loves them and all the, the kids in this case she works in a cafeteria and all the kids are drawn to her because she's so positive and happy and she has such a great spirit that sort of flows. And when you walk into the cafeteria, yet, yes? I was saying nice. I love it. Oh, I thought you were saying something. When you walk into the cafeteria, you feel one way, but when you interact with Deborah Davis, you come out feeling a little bit different. This is her story. Our Steve Hartman has been watching a genuine sweetie pie at work. Sure can. 
What you want? No matter what you order from school cafeteria worker Deborah Davis. I have a Caesar salad. I have chicken patty, chicken and rice. Every meal comes with a sweetie pie. All right, sweetie pie. You're welcome. Auntie Deborah, as she's known here at Hoover High School, doles out a heaping helping of hospitality every lunch hour. You're welcome, sweetie. And this is just her first course of kindness. See y'all tomorrow. After serving food all day, I come out here. After lunch, Deborah drives her beat-up 76 Chevy Malibu all over San Diego, looking for hungry homeless people. Hey, babe! How are you? Looks like she's okay. No, she's not. Deborah says she's never met a homeless person who wasn't starving for her home cooking. Come on, tell them over there to come on and eat. On this day, she served more than 50 multi-course meals. You got fork, curry chicken and rice, collard greens and smoked turkey. All at her own expense. Chicken, barbecue ribs, yeah. Are you broke? No. I took that as a yes. You're spending money you don't have. Yes, but... I, but you don't understand the joy that I get from feeding people. Tomorrow's spaghetti and meatballs, okay? Because Deborah is so selfless. Thank you for joining us. Recently, the school district invited her down to the auto shop, surprised her with friends and family, and some better wheels to deliver those meals. This 2014 Mazda 3 was refurbished by an auto body class in the district. But to Deborah, it was like mint. Look, I'm not used to a new car, y'all. She was so flabbergasted. What do I do? She didn't even know where to start. Literally. Oh, okay. <laughs> what does it mean to you that faculty, the staff, the kids all wanted you to have this gift? <laughs> that I'm making a difference in their life, you know? I'm looking for my reward in heaven, and y'all gave me a little bit here on earth. <laughs> heaven on earth. For a woman who has always had room in her heart. Yeah. Just now. Look at that. More truck space. Three aluminum pants this size. And I got tinted windows. That's what I'm talking about. How sweet is she? That's amazing. Honestly, like how funny was it when she was in the car with Steve Hartman and, he, and she said she called out the homeless person's name and Steve Hartman goes, she looks fine. <laughs> and Deborah says, no, she's not. She's like a little annoyed by him. And then she said the home Steve Hartman actually said the homeless people can't get enough of her home cooking. Listen, I'm not going to knock her. What a beautiful woman. A amazing person. But is that like the standard you should be holding your cooking to. I mean, that's like, I always tell, I was like, I'm funny. I would say yes. I would I'm say funny. yes. I'm funny. My daughter person. and her friends think I'm hilarious. But, you know, I would say that when they were like four, that's not exactly like the the the, the control group that you need to be looking at when you want to test your, 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 cook, your culinary so skills. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. So yeah. you're saying that school cafeteria worker Deborah Davis who is in debt up to her eyeballs, uh -huh. maybe broke uh -huh. because she likes to feed homeless people. Yes. You're saying maybe her cooking isn't good enough? I'm just saying that she continue doing what you're doing, 
but don't no, you're rest not. on your laurels. You're not saying that. Don't rest on your laurels that your food is good because homeless people who are starving think it's delicious. That's all I'm saying. You're an awful human being. Kevin, that was a beautiful story, and I and I and I don't want to say anything to besmirch the great Deborah. Oh no, you already did that. I have one final sh- story for you, Kevin, on this episode right. of Great News. And uh, I what's Harry the dog? Harry. Harry uh, Middle name Bo, last name Barry. This is Harry Bo Barry. Uh, he joins me <laughs> to introduce this next clip of all. Most dogs have their own little kind of their 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 hobbies or their glitches, and the and you don't know why they love to chew on this one side of the couch even more than they like their bones, and they you don't know why they like to chase their tail. You don't know why. Dogs have these things, right? They have their eccentricities we can't get to the bottom of. This dog has the best hobby I've ever seen, and I can watch this on loop, and it makes me so happy. Please show this. Later. Later. bitch look at the excitement that dog has to tip those trash cans over even if those are my trash cans i would still be so happy if that happened in my neighborhood i'd be so happy i'd be like i can't wait for that bulldog to come by knock over my trash cans i wonder where he did get that from that's super weird and you know one out of ten times there's like an old carburetor or like a transmission in that and he just goes Boom! And just smash it. <laughs> just headbutts and bounce right just, off. Just full speed. Probably just dusts himself off, goes right to the next trash can. Can we show that again? That is, uh, that's hilarious. Oh, I agree. Yeah. If that was, if those were my trash cans. Boom! <laughs> ah, not today. Nope. <laughs> Little power plug oh, just so smashing sweet. things. That is so sweet. There you go. Uh, that is it for this week's great news. I, I think how Harry's do we still end alive. it? Do we end it like we used to? Yeah. Hold hold on, Harry. If you're <clears throat> if you're half the man I think you are, you will train Harry to tip over trash cans. Hey, he, Harry's too lazy. Um Gloria, Gloria von Glitterpuff might do it. I, I, I will get working on that. <clears throat> okay. How you know what I'm talking about, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues, cause Kevin and Mike just rocked you all with great news.